You are listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I'm a general dentist, a practice owner, and a certified life coach. I teach women who own dental practices to lead with intention and literally fall in love with their businesses. Keep listening and you will see how learning to love your practice turns into loving your life too. Hey you guys, Dr. Laura Mock here. You might have noticed things are looking and sounding different over here. I've rebranded the podcast. Now it's simply called Love Your Practice. As a life coach, I know how to teach you to love your practice, to be the best leaders that you can. And when you do that, you're going to love your life too. So listen in. It's still the same old me in there. And I'm just going to keep on trying to make your life better over here. We'll see you on the other side. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. Now, today I interviewed a really cool lady, and I want you guys to stay, stick with me on this until the very end, because who I'm talking to today, she really um, said some things that are going to change our lives. And this includes me as a business owner. So stick with me here. Her name is Barb Stackhouse. And she owns uh, a consulting business that teaches you how to implement profit first into your dental practice. Have you guys heard of this concept of profit first? It's basically you're setting aside money to pay you first. <laughs> and um, she helps you to decrease your expenses and to really understand the money side of things. I know you guys have been worried about money this year because I have too. 2021 is coming. Last episode was about setting an impossible goal. And this episode, I'm continuing on my little tradition of gearing y'all up for 2021. So listen in, Barb Stackhouse, I'll put all of her contact information into the show notes. She is one smart lady. Enjoy. Okay, so I would like to welcome to our podcast, Barb Stackhouse. Barb, thank you so much for coming on to our show. Well, you are welcome. It is my pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Laura. You know, I just have to say, I think dentistry is so lucky that you are, you know, within our sphere, helping make dentists' lives better and, and helping us all be better at what we do. Because the first time I met you, I was um, in one of your courses, it was on sales, and I was like, dang, that girl really knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, I do remember meeting you and you're, you're right. I mean, my focus has always been helping dentists get the money side of things figured out to, just to reduce that stress there that when that's not there, then you can serve your patient even at a higher level. Yeah, that's so great because it is true that it's so much easier to be a good dentist when you don't have like that, that, <sighs> hidden demon of money worries kind of back in the back of your head, just kind of like, I don't know, it affects your whole life when you're worried about the money, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure it does. You know, it's, it's one of those things that um, we know is there, but there's never really time in a busy dentist's life um, to dig in and, and learn that stuff. And, and I would say most dentists think that they have to like, almost have a master's degree in business to understand it. And that's just not true. 
You know, that's so true because I have to say, I have owned my practice now for 13 years. And I always, I think about the money management part of it. And I think to myself, it's just too hard to even get started. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep on looking at my account once a week to see how much money is in there. And that's going to be the extent of the management. (laughs) And that's what everybody does. And, and I'll talk more about this, you know, but our natural human behavior around money is to open our account and look at it. Mm -hmm. And what does our accountant say? Don't ever open your bank account and look at your bank account because that's not the truth, right? Do they say that? Yeah. Yes. And what do we do? Our natural human behavior is to open the account. I mean, is to open the your online accounts and log in, have a look, and go, well, do I have money to pay the bills or not? That's what we all do. And so what I teach is using that to your advantage. Okay. So this is great. This is going exactly where I wanted it to go because... So Barb, most of my listeners are female dentists who own practices. Either they're female dentists who own practices or they just, they're a man and they realize I'm really super smart and helpful. (laughs) 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 Or they're they're women or they're getting ready to own a practice, okay? Mm -hmm. And we have had a rough year, okay? So by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be halfway through December. Everyone's going to be in the middle of a bunch of crowns, trying to finish off the year, you know, producing a lot in December. And we're all just, we're, we're a little bit shell-shocked, right? We were closed for a while. Um, we've had huge swings in our demand for our time. And the, um, the journey that my brain has taken me on in this year has been the full gamut, okay? So then when I look at where I want to go in January, what I want to change, what I'm hoping to get from you is a couple of nuggets that we can share, and maybe I'll use them too, to try to make our, our financial lives in our practices better for 2021. Our Absolutely. Ears are open. Please mm-hmm. teach us. So I do something called Profit First, and I have a program that is called Profit First for Dentists. I work exclusively with dentists. Um, So the Profit First methodology is this method of using our natural human behaviors around money. So what do we do? We open the bank account to look at it. But when all of the money is in one account and it flows into that account and then we pay the bills from that account, we never really know. Like, what, what do we really have for what purpose, right? So the whole idea behind this is to open multiple bank accounts. And we have five core accounts. So there's an account where all the money flows into, that's the income account. Mm-hmm. And then just once a week, we transfer money to four other accounts so that we know what we have for what purpose. And as the name implies, we transfer and we save our profit first. And profit is not what you pay yourself. I want to make that clear. Profit is over and above what you pay yourself for being a dentist. Profit is what you pay yourself for being a business owner. And you get a profit distribution from that. So that's a whole shift in thinking. So my number one thing I would tell you, if you do nothing else, Mm -hmm. my first nugget is open one more account 
not five, just start with one. Open a savings account, okay? And every week, put 1% of your total collections into that savings account. You won't even miss that money. Mm-hmm. And just let it build up in there. And you'll okay. be amazed at how fast money grows up. That, you know, grows in it. That's my number one thing I would tell you to, to do to get started. This is great, you guys. I'm just, okay, I'm shifting my focus. Now I'm talking to you, my listener, okay? She has told us to do something that's like, two emails and a couple clicks once a week, we can do this to change and to start paying ourselves better, to set aside that profit that we're talking about, not just because we produce that crown, but because we went to school, we bought the practice, we have all these risks and we have the leadership that we do. So just one account, and we're moving 1%, did you say? Yep, just start with 1%. And we're just letting it build. Yep, and once you get comfortable with 1%, you'll, you'll say, well, I can do two. <laughs> and then start doing 2% and watch and watch and it will grow. And I tell you, you will not even miss that money. And then the really cool thing is what you do, I mentioned that you get a profit distribution. So when do you do that? At the end of every quarter, Once a quarter, you go to your profit account and you look and you see how how much did I deposit in that quarter. You get to take 50% of that as your bonus, as your pay for being the owner in the business. Okay? So So that's your reward. When I take a profit distribution, do I have to pay all of my FICA and my, and my, um, my income taxes as it's coming out? Or do I just write myself a check? It's like a draw. You just write yourself a check. Now, at the end of the year, yes, you're going to pay taxes on that money. But the good news is you still left 50% in that account. So you've still got some cash in there. Even at the end of the year, if you had to pull a little bit to pay some extra taxes, you'd have it. Okay. Okay. Well, and if I remember, because I read Profit First, he also, one of the accounts... Is it tax? <laughs> yes. So I'm just saying, if you just wanted to do one thing, yeah. open a profit account. No, I love but, it. Yeah. If you want to then fully implement profit first, you would have four accounts that you would transfer to from your income account, your main account. Mm-hmm. You'd transfer to profit, to owner's compensation, which pays you for being the dentist, mm-hmm. a tax account, which pays all of your owner income taxes Mm -hmm. and an operating expense account, which pays all of your other bills in your practice. So those would be the four core accounts that you would transfer to. And if you read the book and good news is I'm, I'm actually writing the book profit first for dentists. And I explain how to do this assessment yourself Mm -hmm. in the book. Um, Our launch day published day is February one of 2021. So we will have pre-sales coming out um, before the end of December. So if you're interested in that, um, I'll, I'll share with you guys how to get a hold of me and how to get to that. But in that book, I actually give you the tables, explain step by step by step how to figure out what percent you should do for each area. Now, this is really exciting because you, your book is coming out just a month or two before, after our podcast episode comes out. 
do you already have like a link or something that I can share with my listeners? I don't have a link for the pre-sale. Um, we are creating it right now, but it will be on Amazon. Okay. Um, it will be sold on Amazon. There will be Kindle edition, and we're also going to do an Audible edition um, and a, a soft copy. Won't be a hard copy, but it will be a soft copy, and will all be sold exclusively on Amazon. So if you just look up Profit First for Dentists on Amazon, um, by, by the end of December, it will be up and running. Um, if you just do a search for that, you'll be able to pre-order um, up until February 1st. And then after that, um, any pre-orders will ship that day. And then after that, you can just order it as you normally would on Amazon. Is your audiobook getting released at the same time as your? Yes, that, that is the plan. I am reading the book <laughs> for the Audible edition. And actually, um, my advice from uh, someone else who wrote a book was, to do the audible version, get that done first because you find out all of your editing mistakes <laughs> when you read it. So there's a little tip, um, but yes, the plan is it will be out at the same time. Yeah. Yep. So I just, I, your first nugget was great, which is, you know, to open that second account. And I just would like to suggest that nugget number two might be listeners. If you're an audio person, which you probably are, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Let's make nugget number two to get Barb's book and listen to it. Cause I don't think that would be a very big speed bump of a step, you know? Right. And then we're, uh, we're going a little bit more in depth, but we're still just, you know, two, three clicks. We're in, we're loaded. We're turning on the book when we get in the car or whatever and learning how to go dive a little bit deeper. Yep. Awesome. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for all of you to read it. And truly, I have put my heart and soul into this book to share with you what I do. Um, I, literally, I lay it out there. And it, by reading the book and doing step by step what I explain, you actually can do this on your own. Now, some dentists, you know, will read it and say, oh, I need help. And, I, and that's what I'm here for. I, I help those dentists. But if you're savvy and you dig in, literally, I explain how to do it. So I want you, I want as many dentists as possible doing this because I know the transformation that it makes in their life and how easy it makes money management. That's great. All right, throw another nugget at us. We're so ready. my third my third nugget to you um, would be to understand that just because you have more sales does not mean you have more profit. Oh, I know this is a big one. <laughs> um, we think, and, and we work our tails off. We think that all we have to do is just sell more, right? And and we'll have more in our bank account, but I can't tell you how many dentists come to me and the very first thing they say to me is, I've ramped up everything, I've hired more people, I'm running more rooms, I'm seeing more patients, and I'm not taking any more home. What's going on? I don't understand it. So here's what happens when you start ramping up things. You spend more on marketing, you hire more team members, you spend more in supplies, you have more lab costs, all your costs go up proportionately as the sales go up. And if you're not careful, it, it goes up more than that. And so again, you're, you end up taking home the same amount or maybe just a little bit more and then you pay the government 
that. So it becomes this really frustrating thing. And so a lot of dentists don't understand how to control their overhead, how to make those differences. So I wanted to, to just say to you, sales does not equal profit. And I want to give you one little tip, one thing. This is the very first thing that I do with every office um, that we look at because it's the easiest way to reduce your overhead. And that is your supply cost. It, it's a variable expense, which means it varies month to month based on what you produce, right? If you're going to produce more, you're going to spend more in supplies. But supply expenses can get really out of hand. And a lot of times, you know, there's a team member in charge of it, right? They're doing the ordering. And if you don't give them a budget, then they don't know what they can order and what they can't. And you're laughing because it's, am I right? It's true, right? I'm just so like I want to so guilty because I just say, well, just buy whatever we need. Mm -hmm. So I want to give you a, a little system. Okay. And um, this is something I teach my clients. So if let's say you decided I want my supply budget to be 6%. Okay. That's a pretty common one, five to 6%. Let's just say we want it to be 6%. And, and for an office that is accepting assignment of benefits, you're a PPO dentist, you know, that's, that's a pretty good number to try to shoot for. So you would take your current month of total collections. When you get to the end of the month, when you close out, whatever your total collections is, take 6% of that number. That's now the dollar amount you give your person who's ordering for the next month. So it's a rolling thing every month at the end of the month total up all the collections and that's an easy number to look at right oh, yeah. pull that up yeah. times 0.06 mm -hmm. whatever that dollar amount is that's what you give that employee who's doing the ordering and you say here's what i need you to stay within for the next month and as soon as they know their budget it's like the switch goes on in their head and they go i can do this and they start shopping around and they start you know coming to you and saying, hey, we could save money here. Hey, we could save money here. So put it on them to do it. Okay, follow-up question though, because yes. I, I have a yeah, but. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, a lot of these manufacturers of supplies will come to us and they'll say, will you use this impression material? So if you buy five, things of it, then I'll give you two or whatever. Yep. Yep. So if I, if I give somebody a, a supply budget and I say only buy what we need, you can't spend more than this, then what are they supposed to do with those like seven for five type? Yeah. Great question. And I get this all the time. So here's the thing. If that comes along and, and your, your supply is low on your shelf and you know, hey, in the next six months, I'm going to use that, mm -hmm. you just borrow from the next month. So if you go over in any given month, you need to keep track of how much you went over. And then the next month or two, you pay that back. You go under by that much. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, that makes perfect sense because I was wondering about that too. Like, what about, you know, we're out of Filtech Supreme. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. And those things happen. So my rule of thumb is this, if something like that happens, uh, the salesman comes in or you realize you're out of something and you need it and you don't, there's not enough left, you know, in the budget, that employee must come to you mm -hmm. 
and you decide together so that you are aware of it. And then you say, okay, great. So we're going to go over by $300 this month. I want you to take that $300 off of next month and we'll be okay. Good. And then you could probably just print off like, or a piece of paper, even just handwrite it. This yeah. is your budget. This is what you borrowed. So this is the next month's budget and just have a little running. Yeah. You can do it on a spreadsheet. You can do it by hand, whatever works best for you. I, I never say, oh, you have to do it a certain way because some people just like to write it down. It's easier for them. Um, but yeah, you just keep the math, you know, knowing what you're doing each month. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you another question. It's kind of has to do with supply, but it's more like your other monthly costs. My friends and I have this running joke that we're being $200 a month to death. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, this is e-prescribed. So this is $70. And then this is for your text messaging and that's 200. And this is your HR consulting and that's 300 or whatever. And it's you adding it up and it seems like every time you sign up for it, it's like, well, yeah, we need that thing. But then it, you, when you add it all up, it's like mm -hmm. thrilling. Yeah. Well, what I would say to you is, and I've seen this in offices, they have all these different softwares mm -hmm. and sometimes they're duplicating what yeah. they can do. Mm -hmm. So I would start there. I would make a list of them and I would just honestly look at them and see, are we duplicating anything that this one could be doing for us, but we're not using that feature of it. Mm -hmm. Because I find that that's very true. And most times we can cut out one or two of them. And, or maybe we switch to something totally different that will do two or three of those things. Mm -hmm. So I would start there um, because I, I've seen that happen many times. And I agree with you 100%. There's, technology has changed our world, but it's changed dentistry even more, I think. Mm -hmm. And we have to have it and we have to have a budget for it. And so when I look at overhead percentages, which, you know, that's going in a different direction. I know in today's world, we don't operate that same percentage that we did 20 or 30 years ago. It, it's just not possible. So. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I know that I, I, um, I pulled you away from that a little bit, but like, we're always, That's okay. why does this have to be a subscription? You know? Yeah. Again, I would just try to look at what you have, what it's doing for you. So just, again, write it down on a piece of paper, write down all of the different ones you have. What are the pros? What are the cons? Yeah. What does it do? And then just cross-reference them and start looking, um, Okay, follow-up question. Do you feel like the mining software that's out there now that kind of digs into your treatment plans and sees who's overdue and who's got unscheduled treatment and stuff, do you feel like those are a good investment? Um, it depends on your team. Oh. Okay, so I have seen very uh, strong, established, well-educated team members know exactly what reports to pull from the software to do those things and they're disciplined enough that they do them. Mm -hmm. If you have team members who don't know how to do that, um, just have never, they just don't have the experience to do that, then you're losing out a lot. And so in that instance, I would say absolutely. Yes, they're totally worth the money 
because you're going to regain that on the appointments that they make from, from finding that, you know, those appointments. So I just go back to, it depends on your office, your team members. Um, yeah. Okay. And what software you have, <laughs> do they know where to look in your software? You know, there, there's so many varying factors as there are with so many things, right? Is there a software you like better than the others? Are you allowed to say? Um, I'm not a software guru because my background is hygiene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I've never done the, the admin piece of it. Um, I will tell you a lot of the dentists I work with are moving to open dental mm -hmm. um, because it's online and they like the fact that they can log in from anywhere and see things. So I see that trend happening to being more online. And that's not to say that the you know, other ones aren't as good. What I would say about Open Dental is it was, it's created more for the practice that is PPO dependent oh. than a fee-for-service fee practice. So you have to look at, you know, how did they develop this software and who does it, what group of dentists does it serve the most? And you have to find what fits for you in your practice. Hmm. Well, thanks for telling me that. We have yeah. some tricks, but I have thought about switching to open dental mm -hmm. because they have better reports. That's what I hear. Um, easier to read. Maybe easier to find. Easier to find. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would say they're necessarily better because you can get the same thing in Dentrix. It's just harder to find them, which is where I go back to, does, you know, if you have experienced team members who know how to do those things, you, yeah. you can find them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, why don't you throw two more nuggets at us and then we'll. Um, so I will just say, um, I'm, I'm gonna do like one last nugget because this okay. is gonna encompass what Profit First is about. So the traditional way of accounting, which was established back in the early 1900s, and it actually was established because uh, back in the day, businesses didn't have like a standard of how they did accounting, okay? So it affected the stock market. So the people on Wall Street said, you got to have a standardized way to do it. So they came up with something called GAAP, G-A-A-P, and that stands for Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. And their formula is this, sales, which is all your income, let's say collections in a dental practice, right? We have to have sales and collections. So collections minus all of your expenses. So that's all your bills, all your loan payments, all the cash that goes out equals profit. So profit is left to the end. We, we get our money, we pay all of our bills, and we hope we have profit left. Yeah, that sounds about like what I do every month. Yeah. So with profit first, we flip that equation, and now we have sales, or our income here, minus our profit, we're going to set that aside first, equals our expenses. We learn to live on what's left. Okay. So it changes and we put profit before the expenses, which is why I said my number one nugget that I told you was open a profit account and start setting that aside. You won't even miss it. We've proven this in the United States with um, 401ks, IRAs. Yeah. When that money comes out of your check first, you don't even miss it. Yeah. We've done it. We know, we know it works. So that's the whole premise is set your, set aside your profit first, learn to pay your bills, learn to live on what's left, the expenses. So that's that. my last thing. 
And I feel like all of us deserve to have that. Yes, we've absolutely. We've been so hard and we haven't been really paying ourselves enough and we've just been telling the team, hey, buy what you need. Hey, let's join this subscription or, or that or whatever. And, you know, making sure the patients have everything they need and the best materials and the best lab and all that stuff. And what's, what's left for my ladies, you know? Yep. And I'm saying your ladies come first. That's right. And, and until we love ourselves enough and appreciate ourselves enough for what we do, we will continue to put ourselves last. And I am just as guilty as every one of you until I learned this. And I do this in my business too. And in fact, this morning, my husband and I were having a conversation about what taxes will look like at the end of the year. And, and I said, I already have X amount in my tax account. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We're good. And it was so awesome to say that, that I'm contributing to my family and I'm, I'm taking care of my own taxes. And I know I have it. It's sitting there in cash. Mm -hmm. So First of all, I would say you deserve it. I, you work so hard as a dentist, every one of you. You deserve it. And as a woman, we are so trained to take care of everyone else. And this is a system to take care of you first. And it's so simple to do. It takes a little bit to get it set up. But once you do, it's literally minutes every week that you can take care of you and your money. Now, I just want to extrapolate on that for a minute and take what you said, which is such good advice, and I'm going to layer it with a little bit of life coaching for a second. And what I mean when I say that is understanding that our actions come from how we feel and our feeling comes from what we think or what we believe. So most of us who are listening have a habit of thinking to ourselves, I get what's left or there's not enough. And those types of thoughts create this feeling of scarcity or nervousness that makes it hard to be our best leaders and our best managers. And that's why we haven't taken the step yet, that action column of paying ourselves or taking our profit first. And I'm inviting each of us, and this includes me, to step back for a minute and ask myself, what do I need to feel to put, to give myself what I deserve. And I'm just thinking out loud here and I'm thinking either I need to feel proud or I need to feel love for myself. And, and I would invite each of you who are listening to just think about this for yourself too. What is that feeling that will drive you to take this step, this tiny little baby step that Barb has invited us to do to make 2021 better? And just write down whatever feeling that is and then understand that the feeling comes from what you believe, what you've been thinking, okay? So what is a thought that we can plant in our heads, ourselves right now, that gives us the feeling we need to take the baby step? And I'm gonna say, my thought's going to be, I know I deserve this, because I do know that I deserve Amen. it. That's yeah. right. So if I say, I know I deserve this, I just let that, feeling kind of percolate into my body, it's that I feel proud or that I love myself. I don't know which one I want to call it. And then I'm going to do that task. And all I got to do is email my personal banker. It's not going to be that hard. Hey, can you set me up with one other account and make sure it's connected to the others? 
And then all I have to do is every week, I'll just have a little picture of you sitting on my computer and it'll remind me to pay myself and say to myself, I deserve, I know I deserve this. So yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. That's so perfect. Barb, we're changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we are changing dentistry. And as a, you know, as a dentist, you're a dentist because you love dentistry and you love people and you love taking care of them. And as a hygienist, I feel that same way. So I love dentistry too. But what I know is that if we don't take care of the money, we can't serve the people that we love and, and we can't do the things that we love. So take care of the money part first, um, pay yourself first. And, and you're, you'll be so surprised at how much calmer you are, that there's a weight lifted off of you and that stuff, you know, swirling around in your head, all of a sudden we'll get some clarity with profit first. So I encourage you to do it. Awesome. Great words of wisdom from two amazing ladies. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Is there anything else you want to say? Okay, um, well, if, your book. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the book will be on Amazon, like I said, but there will also be a link on uh, my website uh, for it. So you can go to more to life dot dental. Okay. My business is called more to life because dentists would always tell me there's got to be more to life than this. Mm -hmm. So more to life dot dental. My signature program is called profit first for dentist. I do have a Facebook group. So if you'd like to join, it's a private Facebook group. If you're a dentist, you have to be a dentist to join it. Um, if you'd like to join that, just look me up on Profit First for Dentist Facebook group. And you can send a little link there that just says, you know, want to join. And I just verify that you're a dentist. I'll, I'll let you in there. And I put all my links to everything in there as well. And then I'm also going to give you um, a link, Laura, to add to the, the notes here um, for the podcast, uh, I do have a masterclass that is free that you can watch online if you want to learn more about this. And um, so I'll, I'll put that link in there as well if that's something you'd like to watch or listen to. Um, as I well. mean, yeah, I, I would call that a fifth little nugget. You know, it's sure. a thing, little tiny speed bump. Listen to Barb, see what she has to say on the webinar and your life will get easier and better because of it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the program. And I look forward to seeing you again, hopefully sometime soon, maybe jumpstart. Yes. Yes. I am signed up to be there in person. So well, yeah, we're, we're hoping it happens. Yeah, I know. Okay. Thank you, Barb. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to love your practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I would love to meet you. To join our movement, find the Facebook group called Love Your Practice and request to join. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll add you. You'll find me there helping all of my ladies to fall in love with their businesses and have a better life.